You're listening to a special one-off mini episode of the Taylor Swift Fan Club podcast, the podcast about all the things that matter and a lot of things that don't. Hello, Tim. Hey, how are you? I'm all right. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. What's this then? Well, it's been a big day today, hasn't it? Big day, big day. Yeah, big day. So, listeners, as you know, that uh, our, our nod to our namesake, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, has a new album dropped today. So I thought we'd spend a couple of minutes talking about it, see what you thought. And uh, in a break from our usual tradition, kind of in a fairly unstructured way. What do you think? Sounds good. So in a way, this, uh, for the first time ever, this is actually the Taylor Swift fan club today. Yeah. That's slightly confusing, isn't it? But yes, it, it is. It is a bit. So um, I've had one listen through. How about you? I was very excited about it. Um, so um, obviously I plugged my headphones in and I listened to it while I did 3R Vault and 3R Spark this morning. Um, and that was the first thing that surprised me was it's only 44 minutes long. It's quite short, isn't it? And actually um, I was driving home this afternoon and yeah driving home rather than being on the train but there's a long story as to why i was yeah. doing that um and uh sat in quite a lot of traffic but actually i was quite glad of the traffic jam because it meant that i could listen to the whole album uh but it surprised me that i managed to get through the whole thing so yeah, 44 yeah. minutes yeah and then i had uh, but you won't have encountered this surprise yet tim there's okay. appears to be two albums Really? There's one called Midnight's 3am version, which is an hour and nine minutes and has some extra songs on. So so we'll we'll get into that in a minute, I suppose. But like, my my first impressions were, this is a bit short. Also, um, there's no like standout chart topic. That was exactly what I thought as well. Yeah, no standout track. And and if Taylor Swift, if I had Taylor Swift's number on my phone, I would ring her up and go, are you all right? Because <laughs> there are two things that strip me. It's apparently written during 13 insomnia episodes. I'm okay. not sure if you know this, but that's apparently what it's written in. And it's quite sweary. It's quite sweary. Yeah, did notice that as well. So I thought, yeah. I thought are you all right? And then it's all very, I mean, it's sort of lovely and mm-hmm. a bit folky poppy edge to the to the lyrics it feels like a build on it feels like the prequel to lover that's how i felt okay um but like i just thought yeah you all right it's, it's awesome. <laughs> and i listened deep to these lyrics I'm, i reckon i've listened to it four or five times i listened okay. quite deep to the lyrics and thought blimey you all right yeah i mean she never sounds fine does she no and um, there is a there's a continuing theme I think in this album from previous ones where there's a there's a definite sense of um, I don't know if anxiety is the right word but um, nervousness and um, uh, self questioning and that kind of thing seem to be coming through. Intention, 
I've, I really felt yeah. that there's quite a lot. Like musical t- tension's good for music, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I really felt that. Um, so, so yeah. Did did you have any sort of standout songs or any that you particularly like? Uh, I think it starts well. Like I say, I've only given it one proper listen. Yeah. I I think I liked Maroon, which was track two, which I think was quite oh, okay. a sweary one. Um, yeah. Snow on the Beach stood out a little bit. Yeah. Featuring Lana Del Rey, which is a great, pleasant surprise. I like a bit of Lana Del Rey. I think this is one that I will return to. I think I think that's probably right. My favourite was Antihero. I liked Antihero. Okay. But that yeah. did make me worry worry a lot. Okay. <laughs> For her well-being. <laughs> yeah. That was my... That was my, and, and we know Taylor Swift listens to this avidly. Of course, yeah. I don't, and um, so you know, if if you there is help out there, Taylor. If you if you need someone to chat to that's not in your normal circle, we're here for you, aren't aren't we? Yeah, we can lend you a bike. We'll go for a little bike ride, and we'll buy you a coffee and a cake. That would make it feel much better. So maybe this is the solution to uh, writing slightly (laughs) worrisome uh, insomnia albums. Is to is to go for a bike ride. I like that. I think there is something, I think it was really interesting what you said about how it was um, written in episodes of Insomnia. Uh, and of course, the title of the album is, is Midnight's, isn't it? Um, yeah. I think there is something creative about the middle of the night. I've written songs in the past and written music and, and um, I always found that it was somehow easier to do when you stay up all night and do it. I don't know what it yeah. is. But somehow there's a, there's a creativity that you can tap yeah. into in those um, those through the night moments. I have two follow up questions for this. Is okay. question number one is don't you find that when you're riding your bike at night as well? Yeah, it feels like I don't know what it is. It feels like um, like naughty or something. But you yeah. just feel like you've got more energy. It feels totally different. I do. I absolutely love riding my bike in the dark. And so this morning, I I had intended to cycle to the station, get the train, as I have been doing. But there's all sorts of train issues. Um, but I did actually set out to the uh, to the station this morning, and it was still dark, and it was it was misty as well. Yeah. And so my uh, my front light was illuminating the mist in front of me, and I just felt kind of enfolded by it all, um, which was was wonderful. I love that experience. Yeah. But I think I've said before the the experience of riding an Audax when you ride through the night. And actually the darkest moments, I suppose, come after midnight, don't they? They come kind of around about one, two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And there's something extraordinary about it. There's something extraordinary about riding along a quiet road on your own in sort of total blackness, apart from this one little spot of light in front of you. And... Well, th- there's something meditative about it. It's there's something otherworldly, I think, about that yeah, time completely. of day. As I, again, I'm sure I mentioned one time before, there's this extraordinary moment when the sky starts to just turn a little bit grey and just gets a little lighter, a little lighter, until like eventually you realise that you're riding in that kind of um. Uh, that light just before dawn, yeah, um, which is is like nothing else. Yeah, it's fantastic. I've got. Uh, do you want to hear question two now? Mm. Um, you know your creative middle of the night things. I have experienced this too. Got a bit of a hypothesis about it. Okay. Um, is did it happen during autumn and winter time for you, 
or was it was it not seasonal? I can't really remember because we're probably going back fifteen years now. Yeah. Um, but possibly, tell me more. Because I discovered recently that in the time before industrial lighting, by that I mean electricity. I don't know why I said industrial lighting. <laughs> Uh, electricity. People used to go to bed at dusk. Yeah. But you can't sleep for like, um, what's that, 18 hours? <laughs> so pe- people used to get up in the middle of the night and sort mm. of fiddle around and do a few things by candlelight. Mm. And that was, uh, that was how humans used to kind of sleep. Yeah. So, so, and I think I've, I, I definitely go to bed earlier. I think that's why I like autumn, you know, you know, we talked about in the last pod, why do you yeah. like autumn? That's why I like autumn. It's an excuse to go to bed early. Mm. And read a book and put put the heat on and put a big jumper on. Yeah, um, I, I I kind of love that, but I, I find it much easier to feel creative it, w- around this kind of weather. Um, and I, I think, think, yeah, go on. Yeah, I think so. I think that it would it would seem weird to be creative to write a song to to write whatever. I think I would find that weird to do that within like a kind of nine to five working day kind of structure. Can you imagine? It'd be weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> like, and it must be some people's jobs because you get people who are like professional songwriters. Do they like sort of start at nine and then have a break for lunch? And then <laughs> I find that really odd. I can't imagine got, doing I, it sort of without. Completely. Yeah. I got asked this recently about, about this podcast. I said, saying, oh, should, do you not want to do that for a living? And I was like, well, no, because I think if I did the things I loved for a living, it would suck the pleasure out of them for that sure. reason. Sure, yeah. Like you feel like you have to do it as opposed to that you feel compelled to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's why, like, I think I've got the best job because it's like I feel compelled to do it rather than want to do it, if that sure. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But that's like the artistic endeavour. So, so maybe Taylor felt like that when she was up in the middle of the night. Mind you, what else are you going to do if you're a... Grammy Award, Emmy Award. Well, that's it. I mean, she probably doesn't sort of, she probably doesn't have to get up for for the commuter train first thing in the morning, does she? She can no. stay up all night and write songs. Uh, which, uh, and I'm pleased she has. Yes. So, Tim, I've only got one thing left to say. Okay. Obviously, Vault This Morning, Taylor Swift album, very exciting. But I also went on a guided tour of a postcard factory today. Oh, really? Mm, it was it was okay, but nothing to write home about. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> anyway, see you next time on our proper episode. Yes. Bye for now. <laughs>